0: Warning, the thoughts in this podcast are the thoughts of our own and our guest. Please don't sue us. Seriously, though, everyone, don't sue us. Thank you. Nowadays, life is intertwined with technology. Let's figure it out. Welcome to Life, Tech, and Sundry.
1: Good evening. Tonight in LTS, of course, Life Tech and sundry Uh we have sundry. you know <laughs> we have our our our, our normal trip big three as we call them. We have Marcos. Good evening. And then we of course we have Alan. Alan What's and going on, guys? Thank you again. And tonight, tonight we have two special guests. Um as so we have Mr. E. Mr. E, introduce yourself. How are you guys? My name is Mr. E. And then we have uh, a new, another newcomer here, Mr. J Squared. <laughs> introduce whoa, yourself.
2: Whoa. Nice to meet y'all. I am J Squared.
1: <laughs> uh, and yeah, so show notes, right, Marcos? Show notes. All right. So you want to read them or me?
0: I'll. I'll uh, give you number one. How about that? I'll All go right. for number
1: two. And, Alright, so Google slams Microsoft for trying to break the way uh, the way the open web works. Uh, Google and Microsoft and Juice by collaborate on the Chrome via browser code, but that hasn't stopped uh, corporate politics between the pair. Google has launched an scathing attack on Microsoft today, accessing it of trying to break the way the open web <laughs> works to undercut a rival. Google is upset about what it believes is an attack by Microsoft to undermine the company's efforts to support journalism and publishers. In January, Google threatened to remove its search engine from Australia in response to a law that would force Google to pay new publishers for their content. Australia passed the law in February, just days after Google caved and cut a deal with News Corp and other publishers that ensured its services continued to be available in Australia. Facebook, on the other hand, did remove the ability for users and publishers to share news content in the country, which earned some concessions from Australian government. In the middle of this, Microsoft was very public about its support of Austria's, Australia's new law, and it even teamed up with the European publisher to call for online platforms to research deals to pay new news outlets for content. Google isn't happy about Microsoft getting involved, and this is the first big public. That we've seen since the Scroogle era. Era. Read more at The Verge.
0: Dot com. You it. One more time. You the hit Verge. Dot com.
3: First of uh, all, Mark, so- was really The Verge
0: my guy? As a source? <laughs> I did the research. I like I liked the way they delivered it. That's why I was like hmm. And then I did more research into what was the Scroogle thing. But yeah, okay. so... So competition, right? (laughs) But to make a profit, they're literally not meddling, just influencing, lobbying, maybe even with uh, literally with governments.
3: I guess if you want to call it that. But I mean, as far as it I mean, you read the article and whatnot. It's just two big (laughs) monopoly companies just going at it because one can't get their way and the other one can't. So, I mean, realistically... It, I mean, it, it, they seem like two two big kids just going at it, trying to see how much market share they can actually do and how what, what they have to manipulate in order for them to get their way. I mean, I don't know.
2: It's funny, it's funny mm-hmm. seeing just, like, these two big companies just go head-to-head in what seems like, I don't know, a very... I would say a bit of a childish fight. It's just funny seeing because, yeah. I don't know, it's just... Seeing the way they almost like trash talk each other. Like break the way the open web works like that. Who I don't know. I feel like there's no need to say make comments like that or it's just very petty to me. It's like two kids on the playground going at it, fighting for who gets the kickball. <laughs> That's how I see it. It's yeah, pretty petty. <laughs>
0: But but the potential is that they they literally cornered potentially cornered a market with news outlets itself, news publishers, and they can uh, get preferential releases, if you will, if they have a steady flow in this case with uh, with Microsoft and even more with Australia and specifically this location where uh, for good or bad the potential of the market is going to grow because you know there's going to be more people or internet users that are going to be coming into the the internet the bad thing is that if you want to get your news outlet online uh the companies itself are going to pay for company uh going to pay um uh bbc something like that bbc or nbc or whatever they whatever publishes msn maybe even to be even able to post which could filter potentially spam publishing or could uh, uh, potentially um, uh, influence what y- what gets in front of you which is good and bad and the the entire concept of the internet what i understand from them is that everything everything the good the bad and the ugly is in your face <clears throat> but this can provide a a potential filter for for the good and the the bad and the ugly to come at you on your phone on your computer whatever comes up first are the are the top bidders or the top payers and the government specifically mandated mandated it imagine what uh facebook did now facebook is in hot water for what happened all of last year with different things and different group niche groups but this is now the news publishing um, networks.
3: But Marcos, reading this again, I think it, it really kind of boils down to. Uh, so it says right here, Google is, is threatening to remove the search in, in Australia. So, I mean, I, I get it. I get the sense or I get the intention of what they're trying to do. They're not trying to pay money to potentially uh, news organizations, and publishers or whatever uh, for their content. I mean, you can say it, it, it's a, uh, you know, two sides of the coin because you can. W- how much, I guess you could say, news manipulation have we seen throughout the whole year of 2020, up until now? I mean, and and not to get political or anything like that, but it it kind of just seems to me like it, if you're going to be reputable in, in your type of, uh I guess, area of expertise, in this case, being a news outlet or a publisher, it's like you. You would assume, as a person that reads the, the newspaper or, or some sort of article, you would hope that that information is, you know, valid, true, or you know, they enter the the fact checkers or been, whatever. Yeah, fact check, right? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the times we're getting not to misquote or quote Mr. Donald Trump, you know, and say you know that that's fake news, but we see this all the time. We're you, you turn on Fox News, you get one side of the story, their side of the story, and then you turn on CNBC or whatever the case is, and you get their side of the story, but you never truly get the news. You just get what their opinion is. And it's, it's boiled down to that to a certain extent. And I think this is just another layer of BS that's happening at the moment where the companies that, that basically allow you as a consumer to read their articles or search something on their search engine, you know, in this case, i.e. Google or uh, Facebook or whoever is the person or the source or the search engine you want to use to to get your information. They're basically filtering and manipulating and doing all sorts of weird stuff to the information, whether it be true or not, to, to try to, like, get their way. So again, I, I mean, do, do I feel sympathy for them? No, not really uh should should uh these big companies pay the publishing companies uh, i guess to a certain extent i mean at, at this point it's like what are you going to fill your search engine with uh, a bunch of other you know bs situations or things that people are going to search for i mean that that's why that's why we've seen a such a big boom in podcasts and youtube uh personalities because to a certain extent it's like uh, you yourself can be a a news outlet to a certain degree and you'll have potentially a bunch of viewers watching you or listeners consuming what you're saying or or, or yeah saying or doing through you know a podcast or a YouTube video and I think it, it really start, it starts to dawn on these big companies that you know there's power in the consumer like consumer based you know type of uh, how can I put it uh information now that we can actually uh have access to through your handheld your cell phone your tv your computer so i mean that's as far as i am able to look at this and, and assess the, the article but i i don't know what do you guys think
0: mr j uh mr g square
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm like oh okay All right. Uh, so, I mean, for this is like it's kind of confusing to be honest. The article because it's like you know, one one person is trying to do this, other other companies trying to do that. Um, I, I really don't see any any value in this in this article particularly. Um, the the only thing that I kind of got straight was that Google right now is trying to change the law a little bit in Australia to get what it wants like it says here it's going to remove a search engine from Australia because of the new law they passed um, so I mean it's like, like in that sense it it's whatever the company wants because at the end of the day it's their services that they're providing and if they feel like something is, is not worth providing or a place that or if it's not worth for them to provide the services here, then they can, you know, get up and, and leave. Uh, but then you know the whole play of like Microsoft. Microsoft is uh, supporting it, supporting Australian government to say, you know, buckle down, don't, don't, don't let them uh, break you down and change the law. Um, it's kind of the part where it's like it's kind of confusing because they start off saying uh, Microsoft is attacking them, attacking Google directly where it looks like the attack is more of a indirect attack, more sort of like, Oh, you know, I'm supporting the person that is that you're fighting for almost. So I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of up in the air at this point, especially for the the people, Australia, uh, it depends on who wants to stay there or not. Um, as far as the, quote-unquote attacks that microsoft is getting on them uh i kind of <laughs> i kind of see no purpose i guess it's like to say like oh you know now another big company is also coming into play with this with the, with this situation but it,
0: uh-huh it's like are you approaching me right now B- basically yeah
3: but but guys w- one thing before um we uh, assess the situation a little bit further. The thing is that we have to take in consideration that Microsoft, it has its own search engine being Bing. So it, it works out to Microsoft's favor. This is probably why they're trying to throw shade at Google because as soon as Australia gets rid of Google, and, and again, it's not beneficial for Google because it's like you're you're losing market share over there at, in Australia. Uh, or they're actually. losing turf yeah yeah they're losing turf so what does microsoft they're just gonna slide right in and say hey guys why don't you use bing it's our search engine and it's way better than google's and we'll pay uh, uh, uh or whatever the case is right so uh, just keeping that in mind please guys uh,
1: no yeah i ahead. mean just just to like come it's it's like i don't i don't feel like it's an attack it's just business it's like they see an opportunity and they're you know pushing for it facts Facts. i I, I understand that you know (laughs) they are the rivals for google but you know business is business in this point in time If they can take out yeah they can take out the competitors great for them um so uh so that's what that's why like i said like the whole attacks on it is like i don't like they're not really attacking them they're just kind of like like i said try, trying to be like oh okay you know i see this opportunity coming in let me slide in help them out and in the day i might get some profit on it <sighs> like if it's like if if they're like oh we see that uh google is doing this feature on their search engine but it's not going so well we're mm-hmm. gonna take that and improve on it then it's like okay that's an attack mm-hmm. but this one to be honest is just like it's it's business <laughs> it's business in the end of the day
0: And uh, business is cutthroat.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very tough True, <laughs> that kind of sums it up. Uh, but what do you guys think?
2: I just I just got one question. Realistically, when was the last time of you guys used Bing?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Once or twice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. On my
3: hands. Oh, I forgot a thing. <laughs> all the time. That's why the competition out there is strong in Australia.
1: True. I like. I've probably used it like once or twice as well. Never again.
0: I uh, allegedly hear recently that there's something they reward you for using, like in Reddit, like karma points or rewards. Allegedly, that's true. There's, <laughs> there's they no do. What? what do they do? Huh? What does that
3: benefit it's you? It's a point system. <laughs> huh? So for a certain amount of uh, searches that you that you make on the actual search engine, you'll get a certain amount of points. That is uh connected to that search that you make. So <clears throat> whether you do a lot of searching or not, um, it really dictates how much points you you garnish or you gather. And then you can trade it in for I mean, yeah, you can say it's trivial things. You'll get like an entry ticket to win potentially a Xbox, you know, the latest cool. and greatest Xbox or whatever, or a game or Xbox controller or anything that is in their, you know, reach, maybe you'll get A cloud service for free for 90 days or whatever the case is but i mean it's their way to entice people to to actually use their services and again i mean is it is it google search no but i mean at some point uh, there's going to be competition so they're they're going to try any way to to grab your attention the consumer's attention and uh have you use their their services that's why they're they're built in automatically and all the microsoft uh, surfaces and laptops and whatnot
0: so i mean it's there and, and allegedly they they've been collaborating alongside with uh, google for the chromium um uh, pro, uh code in the back end so that's Damn. a that's a good thing yeah they play nice they play nice sometimes
3: i guess i mean if,
1: if you think about it, i think google, google kind of rewards you it's more through survey than like oh user service your points like the reward system they have in in google because they do like when oh, they do the survey surveys thing, right yeah yeah when they do surveys they mostly ask you like either where have you been or what are you mm-hmm.
0: looked up and, and they, they give pay you, uh, you in hard cash <laughs> no no they pay you in credits no i've had the cash like uh, remember the, the app no through uh they give it to you to uh via paypal But like real money, damn. Oh yeah. What was the the Google like money? Google rewards and survey. Oh damn. Oh there you go. (laughs) But still though, nothing entices up people. I think what the strongest word that I that allegedly is around for all of modern time is free. So imagine that how strong it is you can get a free Xbox or a free of your subscription.
3: (laughs) I mean, but nothing is truly free. I mean, that's why I think they they try to entice the consumer by using their search engine, by giving them points. Because there is no free lunch, realistically. They want you to use their service. I mean, if you have a Hotmail or Outlook type of uh, email address or whatever, you basically are potentially, They're they're hoping that you might be able to use their search engine without a second thought and be like, hey, why do I need Google if I... If I'm already in this ecosystem,
0: you know, they technically do have the legacy with with live. uh, I think with the AOL users and uh, with me, I
3: I think that's that's a little bit irrelevant, though, because I mean, a lot of their system or their (laughs) legacy systems are are pretty much dead. I mean, what other Microsoft, um, uh, I guess legacy system besides you know microsoft word maybe do you really use unless you're on a whole different ecosystem like linux or even uh ios apple Apple, ios iOS, right so i mean unless you you subscribe to to microsoft like that or i guess anybody that's you know in elementary school up to probably maybe middle school school or high school that has a hp or a dell (laughs) or, uh, you know, Microsoft, uh, you know, laptop or tablet of some sort, or whatever, or desktop, if they even exist anymore. They're probably using Microsoft or uh, what's it called? Uh, product keys in order for them to use their, their services. And to be honest, who, besides Microsoft and, and I guess, Apple's iOS, uh, do you really mm-hmm. go out of your way to use Google's uh You know comparable product
0: of uh, a word or a powerpoint or excel that's like a a catch-all powerpoint or or excel you just use the Mm. the brand for microsoft not sheets or um, docs i mean
3: yeah yeah exactly so think of that as like the pillar everything else whatever it may, may be whether it be live or whether it be uh, I guess the Windows Store, if, if people each even use that. I mean, realistically, not not many people are going to use it unless you have an Xbox maybe and you, you're connected into the ecosystem through that means. You're not really going to use it. So, I mean, it, Microsoft is in, I guess, in a weird space where it, it doesn't really create any innovation that is of note and is something special, but when they acquired Xbox, they had something there or they have something there when they created the surface, uh, you know, to a certain extent, a lot of people gravitated to that. They did the phone thing with Nokia. It flopped utterly. So, I mean, uh, I was watching a video earlier where there's this uh, guy by the name of Joseph Carlson and he was very adamantly saying, hey, I, I want to invest in Google stock because it's undervalued and I think it's going to be a great growth stock. And not to get away from the actual topic, it's just something that uh, he actually broke it down, the type of services it's, it's, a, it's having or, or letting people use and how much growth potential there is. And I think he did a spot on job on explaining and breaking it down to, you know, a person that doesn't really understand too much about stocks yet. But I mean, it's great insight how people think about it. Whereas maybe Microsoft has a better hold on maybe in the next five to ten years on gaming, the acquisitions that they've made and stuff like that. So I I think, you know, again, coming back to to the actual topic at hand,
0: I mean, um, Mm -hmm.
3: I, I think The Verge kind of worded the, the title,
0: a little biasly, you know. It's just you know that's their marketing, that's their their um, their style to get you to read, and it, it accomplished its job. It even made me look uh, into the definition of Scroogled. I think I shared the link there, and uh, they even have a whole thing with Scroogled. Do they? Yeah, did they really? Yeah, Uh, it's right there. Let's see. Towards the read more part.
1: Yeah, so it was like a attack.
0: So
3: Mr. J squared and Mr. E, what are your thoughts, Mm -hmm. though? Like, I would like to know.
2: Mr. E, you want to go first? Nah, Mr. J squared. That's all you I'm going. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. You covered a lot of it. I'm just kind of hung up on how Google really was trying to they were like they're saying Australia Australia that they would just remove the search engine. I feel that's kind of a that's a little extra, not really necessary to do. Uh, yeah. Besides that, you guys pretty much covered it. Do you have anything to add it? Mystery I'm just saying you're going to see like they're going to have like a map of like all the people that use Bing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Australia and then they just like one person in the US <laughs> and it's going to be Alan. You're just going to That's Alan a fact. Using yeah, sure. <laughs> the old yeah, one sure uses Bing. That's
3: absolutely true. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: I'm dead. Then,
1: yeah. So, so Marcus, uh want to read number 2?
0: number two let's do this so from the internet of things now we go into planetary level things if you will why is earth's magnetic north pole drifting so rapidly open quote you probably know that a compass doesn't point to true north Earth's Geographic North Pole and Magnetic North Pole were uh, first recognized as two different uh, places in 1831. Until the early 1990s, the Magnetic North Pole was known to lie some 1000 miles south of True North in Canada, yet as scientists realized, the location of the Magnetic North was not fixed magnetic north was drifting at a rate of up to nine miles or 15 kilometers a year since the 90s however the drift of earth's magnetic north pole has has turned into quote more of a sprint end quote scientists say its present speed in is about 30 to nearly 40 miles a year which translates to 50 or 60 kilometers a year towards siberia Um, and now using satellite measurements scientists in europe have helped confirm a theory as to why earth's magnetic north pole is drifting so rapidly the European Space Agency (ESA, for short) realized, real, uh, released this uh, interesting article in May of twenty, May fourteenth of twenty twenty. It describes a new study in the peer-reviewed journal Nature uh, Geoscience that describes the theory of tussling magnetic blobs deep. Bef- um, below Earth's surface, at the root of the phenomenon of rapid magnetic pole drift since the 90s," Issa said. At present, the Siberian blob appears to be winning in this magnetic, quote, tug of war, end quote. In our modern world, it's not just compasses that are affected by the drifting Of Earth's magnetic North Pole, ESA explained. One of the practical consequences of this is that the world magnetic model has to be updated periodically with the pole's current location. The model is vital for many navigation systems used by ships, Google Maps, and smartphones, for example read more at earthsky.org one more time that is earthsky.org and one more time for good measure earthsky.org gentlemen
2: does anybody want to take that
0: uh
1: you should go mr j squared
2: oh uh (laughs) maybe someone else can go first i'm still organizing my thoughts uh, I could go. Um, okay. Mr. J. So <laughs> like Mr. J Prime? <laughs> yeah, no. I kind of want to change my name. I kind of want to be Mr. J Cubed.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> J,
0: J, J Cubed. <laughs> okay. And, and well, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Are you okay with it?
2: Do you consent if? Alright, so consent- Mr. E is now Mr. J Cubed. Okay. I guess so. Here on the,
1: nah, but uh, I mean it's, it's a it's a cool, cool article, Marcos, that you found here, because you know who uses compasses these days? Your <laughs> no, phone. But, I, mean, I mean, like that's true, but it's it's like you know, when you're because I know like in the beginning, in the beginning there was everything. now but like as, you know, I think Marcos, you told me when they traveled the seas um stars where seven seas even yes the stars were basically their compass because you know they would always uh if they ever want to go north they would probably go through the north star which polaris
0: yeah there was something known as the sunstones for the vikings they used that as a, a navigation to properly illuminate with the northern with the with polaris yeah there you go but yeah and some people thought it Not was yet. a myth, but there was no magnetic influence there.
1: But if I remember correctly as well, there was, I might be quoting this phone, but they said that Polaris wasn't always the North Star. It used to be another one, but because of the shift of the Earth that was moving, yep. Polaris basically became the true North Star now. And even now, it's it's shifting. But I guess in this case, this case is a yep. little bit more different, right? Because now we're talking about the poles, right? And not the fun ones. <laughs> Wait, there's fun ones. Uh, but yeah, the poles, the poles of um, of our magnetic field, and you know, maybe that that can that can change potentially a lot if you really think about it. True. Um, true. Possibly even like knocking some something out of course. Potentially like satellites. Maybe not to the biggest of degree, but something to like
0: take in count because M- millions of hours of just updating the model on a <laughs> periodic basis. No, yeah. And then like probably even
1: some weather models as well, right? For forecasting. Because uh, that happens yeah. as well, right? Yeah. if <laughs> When you see so that. North- yeah, like I said, it's going to take out a lot of things out of course. Um, but you stand your hopefully- statement exactly but hopefully uh if, if it's still like because you said in 90s right they said it was it was drifting at a rate of nine miles right yep and now in what they say present present day which i'm hoping it's it's whatever this this uh this article was published it's going from 40 2020 to 40, least,
0: yeah.
1: yeah 30 to 40 miles per year right that's a lot No, yeah, if it's growing at that rate then I mean, we might have to
3: to take. Yeah, some we'll right end numbers. up in, in in the south of the crater, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but but yeah, but I mean, because they're saying it's leaning towards uh, Siberia, right? It's like it's,
0: something. It's literally going north, going north to to true north, the north look, the most northern location of the globe, and then going past it and then going t- to the point that it's Wait, going south. Well, but oh, Mar- Jesus.
3: Isn't that due to the fact that the Earth's like on a like rotation on a tilt? And it's just like
0: wobbly, <laughs> weebly, wobbly. No, I mean, uh, it's hitting <laughs> us with the bobbin weave and everything. But still, uh, historically, there's been um, it's been known for the north for the poles to constantly be on the move. To the point that um, hist- uh, they've been finding records of iron. Need- How do you call those needles? Uh, I don't know. There's certain terminology, but I'm gonna call them needles. But this is iron in magma. That while it was cooling down, it was always pointing to the north and his, um, geologically speaking there's different sectors of magma cooling down that has an iron in it that's rich in iron that would point north or, or, or sometimes in the north-south axis or or offsets of angles angles angles, because it that's when north and south is at its point to the point that it, it's done 360 uh, degree rotations periodically so there's this is an old, a long time ago that I heard this that the the, the poles are always shifting. It's just that we are living through one right now, and uh, bigger implications is that the magnetic, uh, uh the magnetic pole directly affects our our magnetic um, shield that we have for electromagnetic activity from the sun in this case. That could potentially affect their satellites to the smallest point of animals. Uh, birds use their uh, use. Uh, they have like a, a sensor in their brain that are, that is delicate, that is um, delicate with magnetic poles. And they use that like birds use that to fly north and south on this continent and, and potentially others. Now we're going to see in live time how those birds adapt or even, quote, um, dare I say, evolve to adapt to the changing Environment because we've been um taking notes of the magnetic north pole since 1831 and these changes have been going for millions and i mean millions of years so we're just a little speck on the geological uh time (laughs) yeah (laughs) i see But, um, hit him him with the hit him with the challenge are you challenging me uh, challenging <laughs> challenging me, Shaggy. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not challenging you.
3: I was just no. gonna say, um Is that the reason why uh Elon Musk is going out to Mars so he can make nice hotels for us over there?
0: That's just capitalism. <laughs>
3: <laughs> true, I that. true. Yeah. That's what's up. Um I don't know. I have have no no thoughts about this one buddy we just have to sit back
0: and uh watch the show
3: yeah watch uh the magnetic uh north pole uh switch it up make it go east west and then south or something like that
0: at yeah some point the south pole is also moving across the pacific ocean there you go
3: we'll have 90 degree weather you know at some point
0: it's hitting us with the bobbin weave with the weave and bob
3: <laughs> true
0: true remember we've only been here we've only noticed it for under 100 years since 1831 to 1931 <laughs> would be 100 years so a little bit over 100 years if you will just shy under
3: that's super insightful mr marcos thank you
1: yeah so what about the j squad and jq
3: <laughs> the j squads please
2: <laughs>
1: Yes, please, it's just, please.
2: I don't know. It's, very, it's a very interesting situation because it's, like, very much, like, out of our control. So as much as we could, like, it can cause problems for us being with, like, navigation and everything like that, and even, like, eventually affecting our satellites and everything like that. Like, I don't know, like, what, what is it that we can do besides adapt? Just like you were saying with the birds, like, we're going to have to learn to adapt to it, too. Yeah, and as one of you said, just enjoy the show. <laughs> Only we could really do.
0: Dang! Like, have a good time.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, what do you, th- what do you think, Marcos? Do you think we're gonna have like something that can show us, like, oh yeah, the poles are shifting? I can feel yeah. it in my
0: bones. Sad? Oh, for oh, internal, internal yeah. organ? Oh, no, my, no, I mechanism. mean like
1: like maybe something different like guess so i said like forecasting maybe like different weather patterns maybe mm. different migration seasons for for birds
0: allegedly allegedly to elaborate with you is that yeah we're gonna we're gonna lose our our magnetic the thing that do, does the the green lights the aurora lights those are those are effects of actual solar radiation hitting our magnetic sphere our magnetic shield which the, that's electromagnetic arcing across space and we just see the green light but when that's moving i don't know if the the magnetic shield is going to go down and we're going to get direct um, electromagnetic radiation from the sun which could be a whole different set of of uh things to worry about we can worry Wait. about yeah yeah, yeah. So, sorry marcos
3: is, is that like the ozone layer you're talking about, or the no. electromagnetic field?
0: Electromagnetic field is something else, yeah. Okay, okay. Thanks for answering my questions. No, and maybe it could even be sh- uh, moving. It, it could be moving, but we can still have an active shield. Which is just, I'm thinking of it as a spaceship, like uh, an, the Enterprise one from Star Trek. I'm all about shields, my brother. <laughs> shields are holding. <laughs>
3: Beat me up, Scott. Hey.
0: The J Squad, any thoughts?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't no, know. I, I said think y'all covered it. <laughs> I don't
2: really got nothing to add. What about you, j Cube? Ah, thank you for thank you, J Squared. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna have to wait and see. Back to you, J uh, J, Surprise. Mr. J. <laughs> In the original <laughs> giggity giggity. <laughs> oh,
1: god, <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I think Marcos, then we go on to the next section. What do you think is
0: which could be the J segment or we can do the uh, Alan segment? What do you guys thought? I mean, I don't mind. You uh, want to take it, Mr. J?
1: I mean, yeah, let's let's do, let's do the J segment. Let's do the J segment. So, um, I guess, like, give you guys some more of an introduction, explain who you guys are, what you do. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like us to say exactly? Uh, well, Marcos, do you have anything in mind? Yeah, anything.
3: Specific? Oh, you want me to you want me to
0: Alan, start off
3: the Q&A? Uh, yes. Yeah, Alan, sure. Alan, yes, Alan, If you will. So again, for all all of our listeners, thank you for joining LTS this evening. Uh, We'd like to thank again, Mr. J Squared (laughs) and Mr. J Cube. uh, Trying to keep names out of uh, the actual content this evening. So we're going to definitely, (laughs) right? We're definitely going to go through um, a couple of questions uh, that perhaps uh mr marcos might have obviously mr j primal you know has and myself (laughs) So (laughs) so. So so we're basically gonna um ask the the typical you know who you are what are you doing? <laughs> no, what do you do for a living? Uh, how's life treating you? And what are your projections for, you know, Q2, Q3, and Q4 of this, the rest of the year as far as uh, investments, schooling, or working? If, you know, it's not too much to ask. Uh, and if there's anything that you don't feel comfortable with, you know, answering, don't worry, you don't have to answer it. And uh, yeah, just- like You can always just
0: say Pass. pass. Right. And,
3: so it's just a quick rundown of uh of a basic q a so who you are what do you do for a living and oh, really? uh and you know maybe a projection of where you see yourself in like two or three years or five years you know and that's you will keep it simple like that and if we have any other inquiries we'll we'll definitely let you know
1: oh, of yeah, course no, we'll so we know the deep, names are uh,
3: Jane.
1: no yeah but on top of our names keep any other name yeah, yeah. to a minimum any, as well
3: yeah okay. any institutions Damn. or names of people that you don't want to you know you don't feel comfortable sharing don't worry you don't have to say it you can give you know uh, a crazy nickname if you if you like yeah it, but give you know, not name. yeah yeah Like, 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 like Jay- Narnia, just-
2: you know. <laughs> like <laughs> like <McGonagall. laughs> <Yeah>. Right. yes <laughs> all right I'll so wanna- if uh yes. yeah so
3: basically we'll start off with uh j squared and then we'll okay. go to j cubed and then uh yeah so basically wow. so who you are what do you do for a living and where do you see yourself in the next 5 years okay
2: well i'm 19 years old and my major in college is computer engineering and where i see myself in 5 years i'd like to say hopefully as a software engineer in google but like that's a little ambitious but we'll, we'll see what happens that's kind of just a dream right now. Um, okay. What about you, That's what's <laughs> Um, I'm also a sophomore, uh, except I'm a mechanical engineer. I'm 19 turning 20 in less than a few weeks. Okay. And five years probably maybe working for Tesla, you know, I feel like they're only going up when it comes to what they're doing and their plans. Literally and metaphorically. Tesla
3: to the moon.
2: Exactly. Maybe I'll be the. Maybe I'll be building the spaceship that takes us there. Perhaps. Or the next Hotel Moon. Yes. You never know. Tesla's a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So, uh,
3: just just real quick uh, for J squared. So what Mm -hmm. what. What made you want to go into computer engineering? It Was it like an epiphany moment or was it something that, you know, maybe a, a family member was like, you know what, you have the, that beautiful mind and I think you you should definitely take a crack at computer engineering.
2: Um, well, I really wish I was that gifted. The reason why I went into computer engineering is mainly just because I'm always around my computer, mostly just playing games. and I just want to know like what goes on in there how did these parts work what is happening okay. with this
3: code so I'm all just these squares make a circle so.
2: all these squares
0: make a circle
3: so you sleep That's how breathe I, and eat computers excellent pretty much yeah nice nice all right so i'm gonna pass it on to j squared uh same question just to start J-cube. off you know, nice and, oh yeah j cube sorry uh just to keep it you know <laughs> consistent same question
2: Yeah, so I really, I didn't know like exactly what I wanted to do when I got to school. So I figured I would just try something that's very much like a base level for where I can only like go from other places. So uh, I was like mechanical engineering is very like, it's, I feel like it's one of more of the base level engineering it's not as specific, not as like, it's not as you, there's mechanical engineering in every industry, food industry. Mm. car industry the space industry like everything so my biggest thing was i'm not sure where i want to work but i just want to get a degree where i can expand and grow from it whether i want to maybe pursue my master's in something else maybe maybe i want to be an astronaut or maybe i just want (laughs) to i don't know work at a dunkin donuts you never know
3: (laughs) yeah don't knock Duncan. don't knock Duncan. Duncan is the place to be Oh, uh, but yes, yeah so it really um, is. <laughs> i mean it, it's great competition for starbucks um but um yeah i mean again just to bring it back a little bit as far mm-hmm. and this is a question for both of you yeah uh, feel free to to answer it so as far as um as, as those lofty perhaps dreams you might have at either working at a google or in in tesla i mean having that as as a goal is great but do you do you think that the entry to to, uh how can i phrase this uh the barrier to entry for those big companies is something that you're willing to to you know, sacrifice those weekends, uh, those parties, and stuff like that to actually get to work with them. Because as far as uh, Google is concerned at the moment, and obviously mm-hmm. the pandemic isn't going to be forever, and obviously the hard and strict work ethic that Mr. Musk has, um, do you mm. see yourself in Google as you know someone that someone that's going to be entry level type of uh, of an engineer, or are you trying to you know? <laughs> be the top dog there and for tesla do you see yourself maybe working the line assembly line for tesla or do you see yourself dabbling a little bit in uh sunroof uh the tesla batteries going to probably sites to acquire some lithium for the batteries or even work in spacex or something like that um so please answer if you like Damn, that is a loaded question. <laughs> it sure J- is.
2: Jake do you wanna take that? Um, uh, yeah, I can start. All right. So okay. I think my biggest thing is that I really just I wanna I think Tesla is like the first company that I really saw. I was just like, oh wow, that's like I can see myself working there, you know, being there and like participating with what they wanna do, how much they wanna grow and expand. Cause I feel like the thing about Tesla is they really They like, they ask the really like random questions that no one's going to ask. They'll be like, can we do this completely random thing? Why don't don't we make our truck bulletproof? Why? Because it Mm. looks cool. Like, I don't know. So I'd be willing to put in the work, you know, just start from the bottom and just whether that's just working in a factory or just maybe I'm not getting as much time like on the field and just see how that goes, work my way up. If worst case, maybe I'll transfer Mm -hmm. somewhere else. But I think even if I'm doing like the most minimal job, as long as I have interest in what the company represents and what they have planned and what they're promoting, like I feel like it'd just be like a big thing just to have, be able to work with that and do whatever I can to help benefit that.
3: Okay. What about you, Mr. J-squared? Damn, that was awesome. <laughs> Um, hey, Where's the applause, Mr. Marcos, please? Oh, yes. Where is it at? Oh. That's not an applause, <laughs> guys.
2: <laughs> there you
4: go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. oh man. Um, <laughs> I believe.
2: <laughs> that was great. Um...
0: Salutations, Marcos here This is a message to all the listeners out there There are links in the show notes For our Twitter, email And even show notes Any questions or ideas for the podcast Can be sent via these links Now, back to our regularly scheduled podcast
2: Okay, honestly Like you cut, G- (laughs) <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, I will be the one to decide. Okay. All right. I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So to build off what Cube said uh, I feel like it is important to see if you really do fit with the company. I, I honestly don't know if I will fit in with Google. <laughs> I just know like, hey, it's a very big tech company. It's It's a very good, good uh, goal to set for yourself. I'll be a very ambitious goal. We will see if I can get there, but if not, that is okay. I'm down to settle, Uh, and also personally, I am kind of (laughs) lazy. But some companies they do like that because you always do find the quickest way to get something done. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. um so yeah we will see if google is happening or not if not that's totally okay that's pretty much my piece
3: all right very good sir very good (laughs) thank you thank you so so as far as um like google's culture or tesla's culture have you ever it like have? Have any of you or both of you experienced uh, some sort of like office setting culture of some sort? Have you had prior experiences in other uh, Fortune 500 companies or anything that uh, that you can probably say, oh, not only do you have soft skills, but hard skills to work in, in that type of uh, industry and, uh, and type of company?
2: Oh, absolutely! Uh, my uh, sophomore
3: you? year of high school. Oh,
2: I have in my mm-hmm. sophomore year of high school when I was 15, I started working at a Dunkin' Donuts. Now, obviously, this is a big <laughs> brand company, and many people are familiar with it. And there's a lot Turists. of um, really technical computers. <laughs> our registers? They're tablets. It's not. It's not. A, it's not buttons. Touchscreen. Mm. So, like, we're in the. This is the future right now. Not to mention, we have okay. a curbside okay. order. <laughs> Very inappropriate, so but no, I have not done anything crazy like that. <laughs> I would like to get an internship or something. We're more experienced. Door dash. And over each. I, I hear you. Oh, I yeah. feel that. Uh, Thank you, cut G. A uh, quick tangent, I was actually a, a door dasher during last winter. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> um, let's see, uh... But yes, I have no experience in like an office setting as of yet. But it wouldn't be shit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty
3: much it. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Jojo. Um, so, all right, guys, I think as far as um, school and work is concerned, um, we've pretty much got those questions out of the way uh now to dive in a little bit into your not personal life per se but more Mm. on your actual what are your goals as outside of uh you know going to work for a big name company do you have any anything else that i guess what we call like passions or uh interests that you have that are outside of your 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 school your work
2: Okay, uh, J you wanna go first? Nah, you got that J squared. I I got this. Okay, um, okay. Well, one thing that's been on my list is just trying to get like really fluent with Spanish because my Spanish is frankly not that good. I understand what people say to me, but I can't really say it back to them that well. So we definitely got to improve on that.
4: What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> um besides that i'm trying to become a better singer <laughs> i will be the one to decide <laughs> yes i think it'd be very cool to start like a youtube singing channel and just become very big on that well we'll see if that happens
3: um, so would you like to sing in spanish or in english or in another language uh probably better if i sing in english for
2: now but i i do sing some spanish songs i do i'm a fan of reggaeton i'd like to put that out there okay um mr Jake, cube would you like to delve into your interest uh yeah i feel like because another thing like my biggest thing is i do have a lot of things i want to try Oh. And I do want to like to have like a job where like I have the means to like be able to pursue those things. So I am big on music too. I do like I would oh. like a nice piano in my house. Oh, oh yeah I definitely, tra- I definitely want to travel a lot. That's a big thing.
3: So like a grand Ooh. piano or a baby grand piano or a stand piano. I want, piano
2: a, I want a, a grand piano. Like I want it to take up be the centerpiece of my house. <laughs>
3: So after now you start after the dream like walking downstairs, <laughs> your spiraling, you know, staircase. You get to the the living room, and there it is. Is it all black, all white, or is yes. it some uh, sort it of, sort called, of a crazy color?
2: All black. Nah, it's gonna be all black with just Classic one of the piano. One of one of the piano keys. One of them is just gonna be pink. Just one, one single oh. one. Everyone's yes, gonna yes. I one. <laughs> exactly, everyone's going to be so confused as to why that single one is big.
3: That's gonna what are you talking about? Out. So also a quick question. What, what brand is it? Is it a Yamaha or is it uh, uh, yes. a Campbell? And uh, and I forgot the name of another piano besides Yamaha at the moment. This yes, detail be really specific yeah that is a good question
2: i'm not too sure about the brand i think i might like one maybe that was like featured in something so maybe like a past president owned it or like it was in a movie or something something that had mm. a story with it too
3: maybe okay. billy joel played on it something like that oh Ooh.
2: billy joel played out played on mm. it and touched it yeah right right
3: <laughs> billy joel spit on this piano <laughs> Okay, and, you said, like you. <laughs> and being that both of you are are engineers in in training i guess you can call it to an extent mm-hmm. yeah. um and for for our listeners uh the type of engineering you you guys are are schooling in is computer engineering and you know just a ballpark number you know, entry level too. and mechanical and mechanical. Yes, yes of course. Can't so forget the mechanical for aspect. It. So uh, entry level, how much potentially will you be making salary wise? Jake, do you know your exact numbers?
2: Um, I believe the starting salary is around 70,000 and it goes up with more oh. experience. So, so after 20 years, it can be into like the hundred thousands. Okay.
3: So oh, now, damn. now being that you didn't finish your, your statement, you said you wanted to travel more and both of you, it seems like have bucket lists to a certain extent of things that you want to check off that list. And you said traveling, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. J cube, um, what are places that you would like to actually go and visit? Or is there something that you would like to do in specific or particularly do something in in a place like uh, Paris or London or Lebanon or, you know, XYZ? Or is there any um, somewhere in particular that you want to be there right now or go there as soon as possible? So definitely Europe. I don't. I guess I would like to
2: do... Italy first, somewhere, but definitely Europe. I'm big on photography too. So I definitely just want to travel Europe and take as many photos as I can. Because my biggest thing is also, I do want to, when I settle down, I want to be able to look back at everything. I want to be able to, besides the piano, just like a grand wall of just all the photos I took during my adventures. Oh, Oh, right, right. So DSLR or your iPhone? What was that?
3: But so who you? DL- yeah, DL- DLSL- uh, <laughs> D- I <even> say DSLR. What do you DSLR. Sorry about that. DSLR. DSLR or, is. or would you just take your iPhone?
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I t- have my. Uh, I have a Canon. Oh, I forgot what kind it is.
0: Yeah, but what camera do you have? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to
2: yeah, remember. Drone. I on. think it's like. Oh, is it a Canon Rebel? Canon Rebel T7 that's what it is. Oh nice. Yeah. Do you have
3: uh, changing uh lenses for that? Do you have other lenses or No, I only have one right now. But I okay. need to get more. I got it recently like over the summer. Oh nice, nice. And are you taking classes for that or uh, doing some sort of like online classes to get your your picture game on oh. par with the, your goals? No, my friend is teaching me right now because
2: she did. uh, She took a lot of classes in high school, so she's like still has all her notes and everything. So I've been having her teach me a bit, Ah. but I definitely want to take my own classes
3: and get better at it. Excellent, that's awesome. And how long are you with uh piano lessons?
2: Uh, I actually kind of backtracked because I was Mm -hmm. taking lessons in high school and then I stopped and ever since college really i haven't been able to as much just cuz i've been busy with school um. so i definitely want to practice more and keep that going
3: okay very good very good so besides the traveling and the piano and the grand piano um is there any other things that on that list that you're you know uh, happy to or not happy but that you would like to share with us yeah. Yes, do tell. Mm,
2: definitely cook more too. I don't know. I feel like I've. I've that's seen, not a bad goal. That's not a bad goal. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <goal. laughs> Mister J squared like, is a big fan of cooking. I've seen it on his Snapchat stories. I <laughs> doubt yeah, that's definitely something. Exactly. Oh. So I definitely want to be able to impress house guests in the future and just. So
3: Presentation. Yeah. Gordon Ramsey's ah very good yes sir very Marco Pierre white Eric (laughs) okay that's the far
2: right side of the spectrum (laughs) very Michelin star orientated what's the
0: far left for that um Um, cup
2: soup yeah just like setting fires in your kitchen (laughs) you're burning water like through plankton
0: damn damn damn
2: I'd say that's the far left, just not being able to cook at all. Yeah,
3: burning everything you touch. Convenience store food all day, mm. basically. <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll move it on. Thank you, Mr. J Tube. We'll move on a little bit to uh, Mr. J Squared. Um, do you have any Burn. goals or any uh, bucket list that you would like to check off, or there's something in specific? Uh, and in particular you would like to check off that list? Okay uh, that's a loaded question. Um,
2: okay, well, I definitely would like to get back into singing, maybe take some more lessons, because I have not done it since high school. High school chorus. And similar to J-Cubed, I have not been practicing as much because of school, and it's just kind of been taking the wheel. Um, Question.
0: Yeah. Are you like a soprano or anything like that?
2: Oh, or definitely when you I would say. I can hit a lot of high notes and most guys cannot.
0: Oh. So so <laughs> when did you appreciate me like doing the whole thing earlier on? I did, yes. I liked the effort. Yay.
3: <laughs> um any
2: other questions
3: i thought you were gonna keep going with your bucket list but uh Uh, but i mean if if singing is one of those those goals that you have uh, no hey no shade brother that sounds awesome having a goal like that is great because not everybody has the the courage to actually stand in front of a camera stand in front of someone and you know sing it's and it's something that it, it does take a lot of guts to to work up the courage to not only practice the lyrics, be on tune and sing. And, you know, not only, you know, I guess you can say karaoke sing, but actually mm-hmm. when, when the song comes from your heart or from, you know, from inside, from what you actually feel from that passion. And you can mm-hmm. convey that through your song, whether it be English or Spanish, or maybe you want to do some sort of K-pop uh, mix remix. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. So again, uh, very good, Mr. J squared. I appreciate both of you answering our questions. Sorry. It's, it seemed a little bit like a interrogation, but, uh, no, no, we're no. happy that we got to know a little bit in, in depth, of, like? <laughs> <laughs> in depth <laughs> of, uh, the things that you not only care about and where you see yourselves and, and hopefully, you know, not too far in the future where both of you might be working in in specific areas or places that you actually want to work in. I don't think you guys should settle for less as far as you know settling for maybe not Google and working for a company that you might not want to be working for. So, I mean, uh, all we the the team at LTS can say is, you know, congratulations, good luck and we hope that your goals actually get fulfilled and if there's anything lts can do to help you guys we'll be here to 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 support you and cheer you guys on so uh again as far as lts goes uh thank you guys for joining us this evening we're going to move on to the next section of our 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 podcast program but before we do i just want to um give a quick shout out to both of you guys do you have any final thoughts before we move on that that you might like to share. And if you want to plug anything, you know, now's the time to do that shameless plug. If you want to plug your YouTube channel or your Snapchat or any social, you can definitely do that. We'll definitely have them linked down in the uh, show notes uh, and description, wherever we post this. Uh,
2: Jake, you want to go first? Yeah, I just have one thing. How do you guys cut your grilled cheese? Horizontally, vertically, (laughs) or diagonally? Okay, this is a very important question.
3: <laughs> do you have the crust on or crust off? Crust on. Crust on. And do you do you do butter or do you not do butter? Do you do like a margarine? Nah, butter, mm-hmm. butter all the way. Maybe mayonnaise, I'll but butter. butter. <laughs> now, do you, are you the type of person that does uh, regular American craft single slice cheese or do you actually go out your way to get action mm-hmm. cheese? Not
2: um, plastic. of. About- if I'm feeling fancy, but usually just American. If anything, I'll put American in Swiss.
3: Oh, OK. American now answers. do you do That's new. Yeah. Hey, don't know until you it. try it. <laughs> I'm going to try Are you the type of person that'll uh, do sourdough bread or pumpernickel bread or some other type of bread or just regular um, plain white bread?
2: Usually just white bread
3: every now and then. If I have sourdough bread, I'll use sourdough bread. Huh. Oh, nice. And do you bake it or do you grill it on like a flat top? <laughs> just on a like a pan. Nothing not nothing nice. fancy. OK, <laughs> now do you do mozzarella cheese with basil, a little sliced tomato and a little balsamic reduction or just regular cheese?
2: Okay. Oh, oh, no, just regular cheese. That seems like a lot of work <laughs> really. <laughs> I feel like it helps. <laughs> now, the beauty of grilled cheese is that it's a, it's a lazy man's food. Yes,
3: uh, I mean, you can see you can <laughs> oh. razzle dazzle it up I mean <laughs> what do you um, like to do See your girl? point it's to the, well we'll get to that point a little further down in the <laughs> in the podcast but I mean just for me personally
0: mm-hmm.
3: I do it diagonally oh. I don't know
0: about you guys for myself if it's hot I'd cut mm-hmm. uh, I'd cut it diagonally but generally I try to eat it like in one piece Dang. Like a sandwich. Uh, yes. Yes. If it's That's hot. disrespectful, if it's hot, I'll, I'll cut it. Yeah. I mean, why? It must always be eaten diagonally, no matter what. Yes.
2: <laughs> no discussion.
0: I'm not against no, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. A, he's like I just do Stop one. Right, nah. I, just soccer, right? I just go. I just go. Yeah. But
1: he's like, Marcos has no respect.
0: <laughs> I, I have no loyalty like, towards cheeses. I have the, I, what is I'm, this blasphemy? I if, if, if they taste good, if I'm in the mood and I, whatever I have in the fridge and it tastes good, I'm going to chow down on it.
3: Maybe you have a little brioche, you toast it, a little butter, have a For little a brie cheese in there. How about a uh, well. Marcus, Portuguese Marcus, roll?
1: Marcos is like, this is no torta. So I can't give it respect. <laughs> Listen, nah. Then. Come on.
4: This man. isn't roosters.
0: What's the Get name this. of those sandwiches in English? In English? <laughs> what? Wait, what? The tortas. A torta. A torta. It's still a torta. Right? Da, that's torta.
3: Here, there, torta. and in China. In anyway, China? That's the torta. China. China. Nah, I I cut, so, I cut my diagonally. What about a croissant sandwich? Diagonally, yes. Very yes. Good. Very good.
0: Yes. Croissant, sandwich. the croissant sandwiches I'm hungry now <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I had that snack it beforehand right
3: now. it does it really does alright so nah. final thoughts guys Mr. J squared J cube any final thoughts before we move on to the next
0: section team J
2: <laughs> uh, J cube are you trying to plug something someone right, right now no, not right now.
3: Uh, I'm I'm a water. Water. Yeah, yeah, food is okay. on the mind. Food is on the mind.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted from the grilled cheese.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little, I <laughs> little monster, little Swiss, little American.
0: Good times, good times.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I love it. Sandwich. <laughs>
1: no, sandwiches, sandwiches are sandwiches. always clutch need
2: a good yes. woman yes. making
3: me a nice sandwich. That's
2: what it is. <laughs> oh, I
3: think we're ready to move on in that case. Alright. Sounds like a plan. So, um, again, thank you Mr. JQ, Mr. J uh, Squared. Squared. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to move on to the next section of the podcast. So, we're on point number three. And the number title race. is Burning a Hole in Your Pocket. That's a question burning a hole in your pocket warren <laughs> <Buffett> giggity <Giggity-giggity. has>. giggity <laughs> warren buffett has some advice for you and this is an article that i took out of um let's see what the article uh where is from vtpost.com and uh, it's written by titans and icons so or excuse me by Jay warner sorry that and uh, i'll read through the article really quick and uh we'll go from there Uh, it says uh this is one of those rare instances in which it's okay to listen to someone who won't be acting on his own advice warren buffett whose net worth dances around 100 billion draws a hundred thousand annual salary from berkshire hathaway but he collects billions from dividends he obviously isn't getting the thousand four hundred dollars stimulus check but he his advice for americans if they do receive a check is always something to heed a yahoo finance story translate translated buffett's discussion at a company shareholders meeting last year into the application of these checks the golden advice don't keep giving away money to credit card companies buffett would give you one big priority for the money whenever any extra money lands in your lap your first move should be to pay off credit card debt during that shareholders' meeting, Buffett told the story about a friend who'd come into a windfall, a windfall, but also had credit card debt at 18% interest and sought his advice. Buffett acknowledged those who depend on credit cards because a pandemic-related financial issue, but cautioned some see the cards as a piggy bank to be rated. If he if I owed, and this is in quotes, if I owed any money at 18%, the first thing I'd do with any money I had would be to pay it off. Buffett said he told his friend, You can't go through life borrowing money at these rates and be better off. If the checks don't cover the entire credit card balance, the advice is to roll them into a lower interest debit card or debt consolidation loan. Uh, if you if you've got no credit card debt and no other pressing needs needs to cover with your stimulus check don't waste it consider a strategy buffett would accept investing the money perhaps in berkshire hathaway and then that's the end of the article um so basically guys uh the reason i picked this article was because like many of you uh our listeners and perhaps the, the the our guest and Mr. Marcos and Mr. J Prime uh, might have gotten the check. And if not, maybe our listeners might have gotten a check. Um, and I think the question here, more than anything else, is what to do with those $1,400 that you got from the government. Are you the type of person that is a noob with money and just blows it on, you know, uh nonsensical things or are you the type that's a little bit more of an expert or more of a a pro with your money and pay off debt or are you an expert where you don't have debt and you want to invest that or put it towards something that will help you in the future like maybe a course on singing or a course on playing piano perhaps or something other than those two uh so my question for for not only the listeners but for uh our guests and uh mr marcos and mr j prime would be what would you do with that thousand four hundred dollars or what did you do if you did get it if you'd like to share um as for me uh basically what i did was invest uh the money into myself um by paying off some credit card debt and definitely Buying a course online for um what's it called? For playing the
0: saxophone. So
3: yeah. Ooh. Uh guys, your
0: thoughts? I offer myself to go last so everyone else can go.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Does anyone really, really wanna go next? I was gonna say I can go. Uh all right. For me, uh
0: J Prime text of
1: <laughs> just using it to I bought that's a switch the, uh, no I'm kidding
3: <laughs> no no but um, Invest, that's a great investment buddy
1: no nah, I wish but no nah, I just use it for for little bills here and there that's basically it
3: little bills uh, do you yeah. w- want to mention something along the lines food. of what you would consider food okay very good very yes. good food not gasoline not rent but food yes food is essential Yes, essential workers. You hear that? Feed my cousin.
1: <laughs> yes. But not yet. It's just I guess it's more of like, uh just everyday things. Not mm-hmm. so definitely, much. Definitely, like, definitely. Right, right. Not, not so much like uh, like a big, like I said like a switch switch being nice, but like nah, not not today. It's like no.
3: realistically, what are you gonna spend with the thousand four hundred? Right. Yeah.
1: I buy. I would buy a graphics card, but they're too expensive. That's an idea.
2: That's are. an idea.
1: That's an expensive idea. Yeah, and they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, no. we're so, like trying to find a good one. So, so other than that, you know, just everyday, everyday stuff. What do you think, Marcos? Okay.
3: Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe some applause for Mister J Prime. Oh, he broke something. <laughs> That's not <your laughs> what, what is?
1: Yeah, I'll give you better, Marcos. What are you talking? What are you talking about?
3: Here we go, Mar- Marcos. Your thoughts?
0: Well, um, no joke. I was talking with that with my boss. Uh, I work at the courthouse. Uh, a, a few days ago, but um, I my my response off the bat was clear my debt 100 with my credit card (laughs) very
3: good very smart buddy
0: the best thing i can do is stay on zeros in debt
3: right right all we want to see is zeros you know in our checks not in our debt Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um and for me uh Personally, I, I recently invested on... I don't know if you guys can hear it. I'm talking through another microphone. Hey mm-hmm. now. What's hey up, my Hey now. Um, what are you is, talking uh, about? A Sterling ST-155. Fancy. fancy. Yeah. You know, is it silver plated now? It is... I don't know. I It is fancy plated. I don't know what kind of plated. Oh, But yeah,
2: $100.
0: Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> he's like, oh, he found it. High quality taste. <laughs> Exposed. Then again, I'm using a Blue Yeti. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, No, you
0: shame. It? The, no shame. There's no shame over here. <laughs> My first microphone was a 71. Uh, an Audio-Technica AT-3035. AT-3035. Made in Japan. It sounds like mm-hmm. the Terminator, but yeah <laughs> what, was, what was the to make again marcos A sterling audio st 155 oh about this one <laughs> and i also used beforehand to clear off my my other debts you know you know yeah. with uh sharing uh cl- over here um the different things specifically credit card and uh yeah but yeah, I cannot oh, emphasize enough clearing your debt is essential. You're you're on top of the game with credit cards if you're on low debt to near zero debt if if mm. I have anything to say about it.
3: Yeah, it's either that or investing in a bunch of anime figures, you know, scale figures. <laughs> that those yeah, no, are yes. great. Yes
0: or NFTs you know wink wink nudge nudge I Ooh. mean
3: we can start making some non-fungible tokens why not <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Jscore uh, yeah, so, what about the
2: J yeah squad? yeah definitely uh JQ you, you wanna take it uh I mean I per- I haven't touched my stimulus check yet and I'm like oh no like, putting it off I'm like cause I'm not sure yet cause when it comes to my plans for it. I don't have too many debts I have to pay off right now. Besides, they left. I think so. Yeah, there was
3: there like some sort of faulty connection, maybe. Perhaps. Um, uh, oh, I um, Mr. J over? left,
0: and uh, J, and and our guest left at the same time. Oh.
2: Oh well I could take over while they're coming back. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, so personally what I'd like to do with money is save most of it. I'd like to say 70 to 80% of it. And then save the other use the other twenty to thirty percent just to try to treat myself. Um let's see, I'm a firm believer of treating myself so let's say Smoke Shack, for example. Oh, oh very good. I like that <laughs> treat. Of course, I'll I'll be a very expensive treat. One you should not have every day. Maybe once a week. It's probably the golden rule to go by. That's,
3: is this the yeah. smoke the Smoke Shack or I I am a Smoke Shack person. Very good, sir. A man of culture, <laughs> I see. Hell yeah. And uh, any sides in particular? Do you do the French fries loaded, unloaded? Oh, we always do loaded French
0: fries. <laughs> Very good, sir. Damn. Very good. Now and do you do a dog? <laughs> yes. You can tell the young oh. mat- metabolism there.
3: Right, right. I was gonna ask, I, do you do the shake or do you do that fifty fifty or do you do something else? Oh, I like to do the large lemony.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's good. Good. I run I run pretty
1: frequently, so I just burn it right. <laughs> Right. Right. You don't you don't you don't do the milkshake?
0: <laughs> extra <And> dip yes. <laughs> I do sometimes I want to be like
1: extra
3: things. It's like I also do the running. I run from my house to the shake shack to get <laughs> oh, my shake shack fixed. Okay, that's cardio. <laughs> <laughs> we like to see
1: it. Which we can do.
3: Uh and, and when I mean run, I mean hop in the car and drive it over there. Hey, you know.
1: he's, <laughs>
2: he's
3: running ready there's a bit of walking involved <laughs> somewhat somewhat yes right. yeah. instant transmission into the whip so What's <laughs> me oh, no yeah I'm, sorry. Sorry. I'm a pretty big saver okay very frugal of you very frugal <laughs> now do people interpret your frug- frugality with cheapness or do they say oh do they applaud you hey this person knows what they're doing with their money um, I'm probably
2: not as frugal as other people, but I, since I do like to to treat myself pretty often, I'd say I'm, like, not only at the far, far left of cheapness, but, like, maybe at the 25% mark.
0: But is that as top not 25 or, or lower 25? Oh, <laughs> uh, Say, like, the
2: left side is frugal and the right side is, like, I spend all my money. I'm, like closer to the left side but like there's no shame there's no shame there's
3: no shame yes because you never know when you'll need that money that's true very true you gotta see i i would have pegged you for a person that enjoys a nice cold one you know that they offer at shake shack to go along with that (laughs) well i'm technically out of age so hey no shame here no <laughs> judging during the judgment free zone maybe i still thought we
1: were in the milkshake when he said cold one yeah i did say
2: uh,
3: that but
2: wait what flavor of milkshake are we going with
3: though are you are you doing <laughs> the, like the? are you doing the vanilla chocolate one or are you doing the strawberry one I'm or like are you doing i'm pretty chocolate, 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 chocolate be day over here <laughs> like strawberry sometimes i like sometimes. the cookies and cream one very oh, fine that,
2: yes that's also a thing in shake Shack. yeah okay i'm changing my answer cookies and cream
3: <laughs> hey with oreos we're going for it yeah. oh yeah very good very good all <laughs> right so now that we know what one of our guests is going to do with their stimmy um <laughs> <laughs> would our Jeez. other guests that didn't finish <laughs> would like to continue GG's my friends, GG's.
2: Maybe JQ, he kind of got cut off earlier. <laughs> I did get cut off, but um, yeah, so I haven't touched it yet. I'm not sure if I, what my plan is. I definitely want to do some research, see if I want to invest in something or put it towards something or just hold on to it for a rainy day. But as of now, it looks like holding on to it for a rainy day is the best option for me.
3: Alright, so rainy day account, it is. Very good, very yes, good. Not- do you keep that in the savings or are you gonna keep it in your checkings or in a high yield savings or brokerage? Um,
2: savings for now because I know if it's in my checkings, I'll be tempted to touch it. Especially if I'm trying to walk past a piano store or something like that.
3: Tempted to touch like, it. Just yes. yes. <laughs> it is <just, yeah." laughs> time I choose you. you. <laughs> oh God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you oh, have you be pre-pandemic Tim, have you gone to a piano store and just just gently caress the piano and <coughs> says one someday, one day?
2: So, you know, see, I'd like to do that, but I also don't because like you don't like not many people go into piano stores unless they have the intention of buying a piano. So if I'm just you like, don't say there, oh just I'm just here, let, for, <laughs> just here
0: to peruse. Just here if talk. I'm just in there
2: to mess around, especially because <laughs> all the people that work there, like they don't, they're like expert pianists.
0: Like, like, hey, can I just doing?
2: come
3: in and touch this piano and play it, even though I don't know how to play, please. Yeah, please.
2: Even though I could play like Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> 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 well, during COVID,
3: they probably won't fly. Yeah. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. What? There's some There's some people that will, some companies mm-hmm. uh, or outlets or stores that are selling certain things that they'll do anything for a sale at the moment because they're just that short of oh my God. business. Do you, uh,
0: do you really mean anything
3: well uh, hey i don't know about that line that (laughs) you guys want to cross (laughs) but i mean they have uh, (laughs) they might have some sort of like procedure to like clean and disinfect or whatever the case is but yeah i mean they'll let you play the piano they're gonna need to clean
0: after they're done selling that course. piano for you, to and,
3: you. And the only reason I say is because last time I stepped into Sam Ash was like maybe what was it? It was February? Hmm. No, no. I'm sorry, January. Okay. January. Um, oh, well, this, this year? year? Yeah, really this year. I went to Sam Ash. Yeah, I went to go get a uh, a new uh, carry case for my my keyboard and. um, okay yeah so i I, people were there playing the guitars you know touching instruments it's a
0: nice place walking into those it's very (laughs) relaxed. they go and walking like this monkey
3: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely so yeah i mean as far as they're concerned it's like yeah you want to come in and touch the instruments or play the instruments or whatever the case is as long as you buy something they don't mind or if they see that it's a way for people to actually get enticed to, to to buy something they're all for it and if they have to wipe down or clean or disinfect, they'll, they'll be more than happy to do it because they know they're getting paid at, in some way shape or form got that Lysol got G- yeah. yeah it's true 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 doubt like the it. piano yeah with uh with sanitizer <laughs> 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 might not Mega. work afterwards but it's
0: clean. damn no no come on <laughs> let's, let's be positive yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so all right um that was my third point um uh it, does anyone else have anything they wanted to add to to this point or can we move on to the last one
0: i'd say i'm, I'm down to move on all right is everyone down yeah. to move yeah, yeah i'm okay.
3: done. very yep, good yep. gentlemen Very good, gentlemen. So point number four, the title is, these are the world's best cities for food. Now, as I was going through my Instagram, I saw this article pop up from uh, Travel and Leisure and I looked it up uh, in the full article online um, and I read through it and I thought it was a really good article just because um, there's a lot of things that, and to both of uh, our guests' point that, at some point you might want to travel or do more traveling especially after this whole pandemic situation you know dies down or ends or hopefully you know is eradicated in some way shape or form um and also for mr marcos and mr j at some point you guys also might want to do a little bit of traveling yourselves so hi hi um and i i found this article just one of those things that just pushes me to to you know keep figuring out what i like a course of action of what i want to do or the places that i do want to travel to and um and and let me just read the article and then we'll go from there so it says uh these are the world's best cities for food uh it, it says uh it's by kendall cornish um and it says in these cities to travel is to eat and eat well and uh the date here of the article, I believe, is uh is written here July 8th, 2020. Um, and it says this year's this year's world's best award survey closed on March 2nd, just before excuse me, widespread stay-at-home orders were implemented as a result of COVID-19. The results reflect our readers' experiences before the pandemic, but we hope that this year's uh Honorees will inspire you to uh, inspire your trips to come, whenever they may be. Traveling foodies are insatiable. Trust us, we know. To us, to travel is to eat and to eat well. If the ideal trip to to you involves more eating than sightseeing, or if you find yourself booking reservations at restaurants before anything else, then this list of travel and leisure reader-voted destination is for you our readers rank these 25 locales as the top foodie destinations of the year from the birthplace of mezcal to the cities with the most michelin-starred restaurants and chefs these are the best places to visit with an appetite many of the cities on the list are within the same country or region so allow this list to guide you through your very own foodie tour from japan's kyoto Tokyo and Osaka to Mexico Mexico's Mexico City and San Miguel de Allende and of course France France's Lyon, Paris or Paris, and Axi Axim Provence, you can head in any direction and find the start and finish of your dream foodie crawl. Alternatively, dedicated or dedicate all your time to unpacking the dishes and culture of some incredible locations like uh, Mendoza in Argentina's wine country or Beirut, Lebanon's capital city, where the produce is as exceptional as the, uh, as the appreciation for the experience of food. Even the gastronomical capitals of the world, like Paris, have moved down our, our list to make room for America's very own New Orleans, and Charleston. Let your curiosity rather than your established palate lead you on your next trip. Forget your favorite foods and instead travel with an open mind knowing the myriad of dishes waiting for you to try them." And uh, again, I I thought this article was phenomenal uh, for just the simple fact that it it got your, or at least for me, it got me thinking on places that I probably would have never really thought about going um like miguel de allende or san miguel de allende that would be probably a place i would love to go and speaking of san miguel de allende i know for a fact that um the actual uh hq for casa dragones uh uh, tequila joven uh it is made there and is produced there and um hq is there so that might be somewhere i would like to go uh also in Provence, you no, know, it's it's a beautiful countryside south of France, uh, very close to the Mediterranean Sea, where I, I can just imagine myself, you know, enjoying good French food, French bites, and uh, and being next to the Mediterranean. So, uh, places like that, and of course, definitely gonna gonna have to go to Kyoto. I already went to Tokyo. I want to go back, and I definitely want to travel to uh Kyoto to, to just enjoy the food out there so places like that i would love to experience go and have a good time out there and eat and um th- that's why i really enjoy this article and if you actually go on the website and i didn't um unfortunately i, I i'll well, i'll pass the the links to my editor mr marcos so he can actually link the sources there um which I didn't do, unfortunately. I apologize, but I'll. Oh, I'll, I'll, well, if you want, I'll, I can. I can read the top ten. I found it. Oh, did you? Great. Yeah. I mean, if you like, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So after the, the little players they have the top ten here. Number one, they have uh, Oaxaca, which is the birthplace of mezcal. Uh, they say it comes first this pla- uh this place comes first this year it's known for its way and marries it's called cult- culinary traditions think mole molet, molotos fresh uh soul food dishes with innovative flavors of modern mexican cuisine or cooking um <clears throat> number two is uh birot, beirut beirut beirut, beirut. beirut. beirut uh they said that the capital city of Le- uh, lebanon draws in cul- culinary talent from all over the world but it's the dish- it's the traditional dishes crafted by lebanese chefs themselves who continue to compress impress year after year number three is uh new orleans uh they're saying that because of Nolins, for short <laughs> Nolins, new- <New> <laughs> they continue to impress the palates of people from all walks of life more and more year after year. Number four is San Sebastian. Uh, it's home for the best, some of the best seafood in the world, and staggering number of Michelin star per square meter. Um, number five is Florence, because it is from or the original garlic bread to ravioli or naked ravioli. The food of Florence eventually appears all over the world at some of the most Ah, famous restaurants. ah, ah. (laughs) Number six is Rome because of their gelato, pasta carbonata, and pizza are just to start. Uh, The abundance of culinary hotspots or traditional restaurants led by generations of the same family give the city's nickname, the Eternal City, double meaning. Number seven is Kyoto. Uh, Their main there may be no better place to restaurant hop and make an entire days of eating than Gion, Kyoto, a waterfront neighborhood with slender streets full of almost exclusively uh, exclusive uh, restaurants high and low.
0: Hey there, this is Marcos. This is the end of part one of the LTS podcast. Come back on part two for later on the week right housewife yes so it will come back in
1: uh if it's tuesday i'll come back thursday if it's thursday i'll come back tuesday and if it's tuesday yes and it keeps on going in a loop and we are on east coast time so i think last time the last intro i said four hours or three i think four hours yeah it's supposed to be three so don't don't listen to
0: past me it's three hours not four meaning if you're on the west coast you're you know if late. you're if you're on the west coast you're three hours i think ahead of us or behind behind behind. behind behind yes behind but yeah thank you for oh, it doesn't listening. matter because it post these early in the morning so thank you for listening to us to left tech and sundry oh and don't forget there Please are show back. notes down Please
4: below come back
0: please but yeah there are show notes there's a link for the merch store there all the other things you know just read the show notes and thank you once again for listening to Life Tech & Sundry talk to you later bye have a nice day